That's right. That time of the week again. WindDailySports.com. Position by position preview. My name is John Jansen. Follow me at jjansen34. And joining me for this one is Stoby. Follow him at S-T-O-W-E-B-Y. This is all sponsored by the Sharp app. Go to sharp.link and you can see all the ways to download the Sharp app, whether that is the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. And also be sure to uh, subscribe over on our YouTube channel and go to windailysports.com. You can also get a one-week free trial do that for this weekend so you can use our projection model and especially our optimizer as you're building lineups for Sunday. It's a tool that all of our hosts and all of our uh, users do at Win Daily Sports. The optimizer is a great tool to get you started for NFL Sundays, and you can use it in a one-week free trial. Just use the promo code LIVEWEEK, and the link to that is in the description below here on our YouTube channel. Stoby, position by position preview, week six. And the one thing I, I think I noted with Joel earlier in the week, this is one or two very clear spots that we're going after. Not one or two, but like maybe three spots. And the rest is kind of weird games like the Panthers and Vikings, like the Bengals and Lions, you know? Not really yeah. great matchups, but a few to attack here. And we'll start looking at the board right now. And of course, number one, and just kind of, you know, the two guys I see here the most, it stand out. It's that Kansas City Chiefs-Washington football team game. Patrick Mahomes projected at 26 points and Taylor Heineke 21. And you look at the value, I imagine Taylor Heineke is going to be one of the top values, and he is. But the problem is, I guess, with this one, are they going to be too chalky in this game? Um... I don't think they're going to be terribly chalky. I think they will carry some carry some ownership, carry some roster ship, but I don't think they're going to be too bad. I I wouldn't be scared to use a little bit of a little bit of Heineken. At 5800, it's kind of hard to not take a good long look at that and build a couple of lineups around that game. It's just it's too good of a price with guys like Mahomes and Allen at 82 and 8300. It it makes a lot of sense to save a little bit of salary. Yeah, it would. Um, and I, I just think because if, if that's going to be the chalk, what we need to look at after that is what are the pivots, though? Like, where are we going outside of? Because I think everybody's going to be going for Taylor Heineke uh, as sort of their uh, cheaper quarterback play. And Patrick Mahomes, if they're going to go with the top dog, probably going to go for Patrick Mahomes with the 26 projected points here at Windaily for the projection model. Again, sign up live week for the one week free trial. Uh, live week is the promo code link in the description below. But where are we? Where are we pivoting? If that's not if that's the game that's going to be too chalky, I guess the question is like, where are the pivots? Is it maybe this Chargers Baltimore Ravens game with both Jackson and Herbert, or is it somewhere else? Just where is the pivot? I uh, I was looking at Herbert. You know, I I, I love attacking that Baltimore defense, so I yep. I love the idea of going after going after Herbert and stacking stacking that Chargers and Baltimore game because that that defense does not stop anything. Their linebackers cannot stop running backs out of the passing game. They can't stop tight ends. They can't stop wide receivers. They just they can't do anything defensively. And it takes, you know, uh, Lamar Jackson a quarter and a half of just God mode, you know, getting, <laughs> you know, getting, getting this the star nice. like in Mario, and you get the freaking music going. <laughs> do, 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 do. And, and he just turns around oh, and just he carries the team on his back. So I love the idea of taking, uh, of, of stacking that Chargers game. 
Yeah, I do. I like that one. And, you know, I, I guess because that's the second clear and obvious spot, right? So is what do you expect ownership there? Is that one that you're kind of concerned with ownership? I don't think – I think it's mostly, to be honest, going to be a lot of Chiefs in, in Washington. I, I think it will be a whole bunch of Chiefs in uh, Washington. I think it will be probably Heineke in particular just because of the price savings. So I, I, I don't think it will be too bad. Uh, I think that is going to be the chalk, chalk matchup. I think it's going to be Heineke, and then it'll be Terry McLaurin, and then they'll run it back with, you know, Hill or or Kelsey. I don't think you're going to see a lot of guys pay for Mahomes in that contest. Mahomes seems to always go criminally under under owned because just because he ends up being basically the top quarterback on the board. Nobody likes to do the boring, just put Mahomes in your lineup. Yeah. Yeah. They want to be, they want to be sneaky. It's like, you know, you get the best player, uh, the best quarterback in the league sitting there at the highest price. Why don't you just go ahead and take your points and, and be happy with it. You know, it'll win you a GPP every once in a while. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, So I, I think Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson also in play here. I yep. actually, man, I think Lamar Jackson is probably the better one. If if I'm not mistaken, there because it, no no matter what the game script is going to be, it's like the Jalen Hurts thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like no matter what game script, Jalen Hurts, the offense runs through him. It's the same thing with Jackson, and we know this. Jackson's just an unbelievable player, and he does everything for that team. But even more so this season, like it's Russell Wilson. What was it? He Russell Wilson was the like had a certain percentage of the scoring and yardage for the Seahawks. Like he was 90% of the offense. Like yep. Lamar Jackson is 95 to hundred percent of the offense at this point. He is yeah, everything. The end. Yeah, all there, yeah. There's not a whole lot that goes on offensively in that team that he's not involved. That running yeah. game is pretty much non-existent. They just use it to keep defenses honest to run a few plays here or there, but Latavius Murray and Tyson Williams are not focal points in that offense whatsoever. It's all Lamar with his legs and then Lamar with his arm. Uh, Yeah. That's yeah, it. so that, that's why, you know, no matter what game script, uh, and I don't even think the opponent, look, you can run on the, the Chargers. And so yeah. I think I think this is going to be a really good game for Lamar Jackson. And again, doesn't matter the script. So Lamar is, is starting to become one where, like you even see here, he's the second highest projected total. And he, if we look at this, probably going to be one of the top values as well. Let's see how far are we going down. Oh, we need to take a look at just quarterbacks here. Just the quarterbacks. We don't need all of them. We just need the quarter. We just need the quarterbacks. Yeah, one of the top, just under Davis Mills, who is fantastic. But yeah, like he's one of the the higher values as well. As we can see, Taylor Heineke is. Uh, so I, I think Lamar Jackson certainly in play here. Interesting one, and I'll just bring it up because he had a solid game against Baltimore and a good matchup here. Houston. Just the ceiling's a little low. A uh, Houston, excuse me, uh, has Houston this week. Uh, the yep. ceiling is maybe a little bit too low, but is Carson Wentz a- at all with the price in your in your lineups? Uh, Fifty four hundred. You have to take it in consideration. I mean, it's he he looked okay. It's not like Houston's defense is anything to be scared of. So I I, I don't I don't feel terrible about it. I want to look at the now that points total is something that you got to be a little concerned with, but the Colts are 10 point favorites. So mm, this might be something where you can be a little bit concerned because you know, they're trying to showcase Marlon Mack to facilitate a trade right now. So if they get up big being 10 point favorites with a 43 and a half total, 
they may just decide to let Marlon Mack carry the ball, you know, 10 to 15 times in the second half so they can showcase it. And that might just kill that offense. I don't know. It, it, it do we have any faith in, in Mills? That's, and right. I, I don't, you know, no, I, I not at all. Indies. And it's, it's the thing about the NFL. It's like consistently week to week. Is that like, what, what are you? And like, I know Davis Mills had one okay game and they put up points, but like, I, you're not going to get that consistently on a week to week basis. Like no. it, it's, it's just probably going to work out the way that Davis Mills kind of regresses back to the mean of what he really is. And, you know, he, he ends up having a, a typical game that we expect from him. So like, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen twice in a row. The, the, the chances of that happening are so low. Uh, so I'm, I'm not going anywhere near that uh, in terms of running backs, moving on here, some of the running backs, a position by position preview right now, windailysports.com all sponsored by the sharp app, sharp.link. And you can check out the Google play store to download the sharp app, Apple app store, also, a one-week free trial at Wayne Daily Sports. Sign up. It's a, it's a free trial. Sign up and just see what we have to offer here. And I guarantee you, you're going to like it. So, windailysports.com. Go sign up. Live week is the promo code. Also, the link to that is in the description below if you want to do it that way. Uh, as we are seeing, though, top projected running back in terms of points. The script is going to be there. He's the lead back. And he is starting to get pass catches as well. Jonathan Taylor. We don't have Derrick Henry on the slate, uh, so he's not going to be in play. So we have one of the top guys out. Is Jonathan Taylor the top guy on this slate? I like it's it's the same. His usage is not is not good. I, and, uh, he's projected he might he could go off in in two quarters, but my concern is that game script will actually not benefit him as much as I'm hoping it will. Um, I I seriously have some concerns that they're going to try and run Marlon Mack out there and and try to get him traded. That they've they've made a concerted effort. Uh, Mack and the Colts have both kind of they've agreed and they're being amicable about it. And one of the things that they're going to need to do is prove that his Achilles is completely healthy over a couple of games. So while Taylor over the long run, I think is his usage is going to go up i think he's like like last week they showcased him some and i I still think that he could have a a fantastic game but i wouldn't necessarily be surprised if if he ends up letting a few folks down on sunday because marlon mack ends up getting a a decent decent yeah that was the weird thing though right like i again i think Mac has been, or excuse me, I, I think uh, Jonathan Taylor is starting to get more involved in the passing game. We saw that the big touchdown, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it was more of Marlon Mack getting all of those, all of those carries, which was kind of weird. It was out of nowhere. So uh, yeah, that's something to, to definitely monitor. And you know, if they, if they're doing it, maybe to just kind of audition Mac for a trade. That, yeah. That's what they're doing. Yeah. So I, maybe that is exactly. So there are some other ones here. Christian McCaffrey against Minnesota. Minnesota's defense been really good. Is it worth Christian McCaffrey? I guess who uh, at the top here would would you find it to be worth a play, or if there's I, any? None. Oh no, I, I love Austin Eckler this week against nice. Baltimore's defense. I've been I've been writing up pass catching running backs uh, against the Ravens since like week two. Um, you know, actually week three, because that's when NFL uh, NFL Game Pass released the uh, the all 22 film back online. 
And the one thing that I notice is those linebackers and safeties, they get their feet crossed up and they get out of position constantly against pass catching running backs. Um, like DeAndre Swift has gone off, uh, gone off against them. Yeah. Um, you know, last week we saw what happened with the Colts and this week you have possibly the best pass catching back in the NFL. And it, I mean, they, he could be the number one running back on the slate overall in terms of, you know, raw points and value by the time it's all said and done, his price is, is very reasonable for what he could potentially output on Sunday. Yeah. And taking a look at some of the value plays now, uh, Khalil Herbert is up there. Jonathan mm. Taylor looking good value, even Joe Mixon, but Javante Williams, uh, it's looking like it's just, uh, I we need to check the status again on Melvin Gordon and we're not yeah, getting much. We're probably going to get, keep an eye on it. Cause we're probably going to get a big update, uh, either late today or Saturday, but Melvin Gordon, you know, returned to practice. He was limited. He has a hip injury. You know, even if he does play, like this is looking very much to be a Javante Williams game. Is he is he a must play in lineups? Just with at five K, yeah, the uh, thumbs yeah. up. He is. He's a must uh, play, yeah. isn't he? Oh yeah. Okay. I love I I, I love Javante. He is. He has been one of my favorite running backs to watch. I cannot wait for people to realize what he brings to the table. The the rest of the casual NFL viewers out there do not realize what this guy is. He is he is the next big thing. And we all know Najee already. So he came in the league and he was kind of a known commodity. Javante has kind of been buried you know, due to location with Melvin Gordon. So I don't think, I think people saw where he got drafted and they were like, ah, whatever. This guy is a legit superstar in the making. And we, everybody will see it if he gets, if he gets to be out on that field by himself on Sunday. Yeah. So Javante Williams. Now, again, is that a must play? Um, how are you playing him different uh, again in GPP and cash games? Obviously, different approaches for each one. Uh, how are you approaching Javante Williams with each? I if if it's confirmed that Melvin Gordon is going to be out, I he is. I'm sure he'll be chalky, but he's good chalk. I don't care. I'm gonna I'm gonna nice. lock him in just like just like with Monty a couple of weeks ago. Uh, where the situation was just perfect and there was no way he wasn't in every single one of my lineups up. I, I feel exactly the same way uh, about Javante against Vegas. That, that, that situation. I mean, not only do we have the injury situation, we have a, we probably have a team that's reeling a little bit from everything that's been going on over the past few days too. So, yeah. And uh, I do want to mention Darrell Williams. Obviously, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is dealing with an injury, so I'm, uh, he's out for this one. I am not going. And the matchup is good, too. I'm not going anywhere near it, though. And the only reason I say that is because even Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was not able to get going. He had a, a couple of good games. I know the Chargers game was really good. He had over 100 yards on 17 carries. So I know mm -hmm. that was good. But the running game largely has been not good. And Darrell Williams... It's it's not like he's a better runner than Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I know everybody's making like Edwards Hilaire is not missing tackles. You know, he's not physically the the intangibles are just not there. You know, he's not showing elusiveness, none of that. 
Williams isn't either. Like, it's not like Williams mm-hmm. is an upgrade. Williams is worse. So, like, I just don't, I don't see a spot here. Even against Washington, I just don't think this is, like, it's worth going with Williams at, at 4,900. Just take the 5K with Javante. Like, that's, yeah. it's, it's the guy who's actually performing well. The, the physical attributes are obviously there and it's showing on the field already. So, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I, it's Javante all the way. Don't try and get cute with Darrell Williams. It's, it's Javante. Yeah, yeah. People don't people don't typically typically get injured and get replaced with somebody better than them. Uh, that Ceh is not as bad as people think. It's just not. That's not Kansas City's thing. It, it's they try it. They'll have a good week every once in a while, but don't don't fall for that trap because I'm sure people are going to be talking about it and bringing it up, but. I would not recommend messing around with that running game in Kansas City. It's not going to get better because a backup running back comes in. It's yeah, not, right. Not exactly. Happen. Like it's not going to improve. Uh, so moving on now to the wide receivers as we're going through a position by position breakdown. And the the tough part is like obviously we're dealing with uh, some bye weeks already, and also we still have a nine thirty in the morning game. So it's 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 getting slim now, and so it's, it gets really interesting. Especially the running backs was probably the more interesting one and why Mm -hmm. Williams is much more of a play because no matter what like running backs are going to be thin and that's always going to be the case but wide receivers there are plenty of them so uh, try and get as chalky as you can at at running back try and get the best plays and Javante Williams is uh, and this is where you can get creative uh, at wide receiver how are we getting creative uh, with this one, is there is there any spot? Obviously, Devontae Adams is the projected highest one just because he's Devontae bleeping Adams. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anywhere else, like Tyreek Hill is probably, if I'm going to pay up that much for somebody, it's likely going to be Hill. Uh, but where are you going for wide receivers uh, for, uh, for with, six? I mean, if if we're following the chalky approach, guys like you know Hill and McLaurin are obvious plays up there. Um, then you have, you know, Keenan Allen against that Baltimore defense is not scary. Mike Williams against that Baltimore defense is not scary. DJ Moore against the freaking Vikings is not scary. That is like DJ Moore might get 20 plus targets. Yes. In that game. I, I, I hope people are off them because I think there a bounce back is in, in store because Darius Slay followed him. I didn't expect that. I don't think anybody did. And that had a huge impact on on that game. And it had a huge impact on DJ Moore's involvement in the offense. I think that's not going to be the case. First of all, Minnesota doesn't have anybody who can shadow him the same way. Uh, So I I think DJ Moore is in line for uh, back to what he was a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, I I like DJ Moore there. What I I would do, because obviously you're right, Kansas City and Washington of the chalk plays. And, of course, that means a lot of Tyreek Hill and a lot of Terry McLaurin. I would look, try and, and go down and look elsewhere. You know, mm-hmm. for for Kansas City or for Washington, excuse me, maybe it is a guy like Adam Humphreys. You know, Curtis Samuel, I know the injury problem is there, so that's the thing. But, like, look, look elsewhere in terms of the passing targets because yeah. if you're expecting high scoring, they're going to be more than just a handful, a couple of players to get involved. It's likely going to be spread out. And so Miko Hardman, to me is one of those guys that is the benefit. And you actually look at that, he's a higher value than 
uh, Tyreek Hill. I actually, I love Nico Hardman this week. I know he's not been great and he's still got the drops and he's not a great receiver. And it's actually hurting Kansas city to be honest, that they don't have a good wide receiver outside of, of Ty- Tyreek Hill. But I, I love Nico Hardman in this game. And, yeah, and it, if, if everybody's going to go with Hill and go with Kelsey, I'm going to try and pivot to it. It's like our guy, Brian did this a lot on MLB DFS picks and pivots. And I loved it. No, it's okay. We know this game is going to be high scoring. We love the game, but instead of going with, you know, guys one through five in the lineup, let's go through guys six through nine. And that's kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, what I'm doing here. Try and pivot away, even in the game that we know to stack, pivot away from the obvious ones. Yeah. And I I think that's a fair thing. And Miko Hardman, one day, he's the guy has a lot of physical attributes if he can just put put them together. And that's the thing that drives people so crazy about Hardman. It's not like he's just a random, you know, number two receiver. He is a four, uh, a, like a, a mid four, two forty uh, guy who r- runs decent routes or did at one point in time. And he, he, he's got the necessary skill set to be successful in that offense. And it just, for one reason or another, it has not gelled yet, and it makes it makes a lot of. You could probably get him at under three percent, you know, roster uh, on Sunday. Love it. Everybody's going to be on. Love everybody's going to be on Kelsey. Everybody's going to be on on Hill. Hill so I see, and that's exactly what I want. And like that's that's why Miko Hardman to me becomes again like. It's not just going to be all Hill and Kelsey. It it just yeah. won't be, especially if we expect the game to be as high scoring as this one. So if you are game stacking this, pivot in within the game stack. I think that's a great way because there aren't many games to pivot to. Pivot within the game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're running if you're running Mahomes or uh, or uh, Heineke out there, it, Mahomes. My my homies. Oh yeah. I've got his uh I've got a rookie jersey card of his sitting around somewhere downstairs. <laughs> Good for you. I love oh that. yeah, man. I won't hang on to that one for a little bit, see what happens. <laughs> but yeah, it makes a lot of sense to go to go to one of the lesser known, uh lesser known guys. And uh, you know, speaking speaking of that well, look who is the top value, actually. <laughs> Jesus, maybe I maybe I'm not saying anything uh, you know, that's too like out there because our our projection model is showing Michael Hardman as the best value wide receiver. This week. Yeah, make, I mean it makes a lot of sense. You got you got a really high total game. It, it looks like it's it's the highest on the day, so it makes sense. And yeah, the, the other one here want to go to Hardman. No, they're not. Uh, so I like it. Uh, another one here that's interesting. Obviously, Keenan Allen being up there is sixty four hundred and still really good value. Obviously, that mm-hmm. speaks to Baltimore's passing defense and not being good, which is a hundred percent true. Jacoby Myers, though, I know we're always reluctant because it's just not a lot of you know deep passes. It's it's basically uh, just a, a possession type receiver, and there's not a lot of ceiling there. But in this game against Dallas, though. Like the, the the game plan is at least to me like throw the ball on, and so I think Mac Jones is going to throw a lot, and you can, you know, is Jacoby Myers the one to get into your lineups here, and this could be the touchdown day that we're all kind of waiting for. Yeah, he. I was I was looking at that in fifty five against, you know, we got a, a fifty. What is it? A fifty and a half total. Um, supposedly it's going to be a close game. I I don't necessarily believe that, but. I think that 
this would be a this would be a Jacoby breakout spot. Uh, I, it'd be nice to see him score a touchdown because he's been catching a bunch of passes. So I mean, I I think you can use him on DK and he'll get peppered with targets in this particular contest. And you know the 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 touchdown would just be the the icing on the cake. Um, there's actually one more. If you, if you go back up, there's something that is a little bit interesting, a kind of a game stack. If you are under the impression that Mills may have one more good game, consider stat, uh, you could look at doing a little game, a game run back with cooks, Pittman and Wentz and, okay. and running that. And that would be, that would probably be very under owned considering the low total on that game. If, if you're under the impression that Mills could potentially have a, another reasonable game like he did last week, I'm not expecting the world from him, but you know, cooks is going to get his volume and Pittman has been a monster uh, at, at, in certain points this season. Yeah, so I have a guy highlighted right now too, Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, mm. Cephas is not playing this game. Like, have you seen enough from um, Amon Ross St. Brown? And look, he's being as one of the top values here on this slate. Uh, are, are, do you think it's worth going to Amon Ross St. Brown for this one? Uh, oh, yeah, golf's got to throw to somebody. Yeah. You know, it's. I'll just say the last two games, he had six receptions for 70 yards against the Bears, seven receptions, 65 yeah. yards against the Vikings uh, in their last game. Yeah, and Cincinnati's not uh, the Cincinnati secondary isn't isn't going to slow down a whole lot of anything. No, so, <laughs> no. Uh, you know, and golf Good likes and, <laughs> golf likes to zone in on his uh, on, on his favorite target of the day and just kind of go there over and over and over again. So um, that would be uh, St. Brown and you know, a guy like golf and maybe a DeAndre Swift as a as a three player kind of pairing to go and maybe run yeah. it back with the Jamar chase or something like that would make a whole lot of sense. I'm a little bit, I'm still worried about Joe Mixon. I don't think he's anywhere near 100%. Um, mm-hmm. He may end up giving it a go, but I think it's going to be similar to what we had last week. Maybe a little bit more volume. There's just a lot of injuries that are really concerning uh, for the running backs as a whole. I mean, the top of that, the top of that list on DraftKings is just a triage unit right now. It's, yeah. it's bad. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about, you know, what running backs are, are good for what, but we might not have a whole lot to choose from at the top end when it's all said and done. Yeah, seriously, we might not. Uh, we're going over the position by position preview right now here at WindailySports.com, all sponsored by the Sharp app. Go to sharp.link, all the ways you can download the Sharp app, whether it's the Apple App Store. The Google Play Store. You can find it on anywhere where you get your apps. And also, one week free trial. Get it for week six. If you didn't, week five, you missed out. We had a 50K hit. I saw people with 60K in their bankroll, 8K in their yep. bankroll. We had yep. uh, one of our own, Tina Jad, had a huge day. It was a big day at Win yep. Daily. So make sure you are at least try it out. One week free trial. Just try it out and see what happens. What is the harm? And then yep. I, I, think you're going to love all the tools we have to offer and and see the value in it. So go right now, windailysports.com. Use the promo code LIVEWEEK when you sign up. Also, the link for that, easier way to do it, in the description below. Uh, but sign up, one-week free trial. Great thing to do here, Windaily Sports. So on to the last position, tight ends. Travis Kelsey is back on this one. 
I'm going to tell you right now, I don't like you, and I don't like you. Uh, I will not be going to either of these guys uh, at the top. Am I wrong for not wanting to get either of them? I, I, I'm okay. I understand your, uh, I understand Waller. I'm, I'm going to have some Kelsey. It, it, he's, he's seven K. Just too good of a matchup. Yeah. It's just too good of a matchup. He has too high of a ceiling. His price is reasonable. Um, I, and yeah, it's just too much there. Waller, I, I'm okay with fading him just because of too many question marks about a number of things um, with, you know, with the Ra- uh, Raiders organization. I'm just, I'll, I might run one lineup um, where I actually kind of s- stack that game, just kind of playing the, the counter narrative, but I'm assuming they're going to, they're going to struggle on Sunday a little bit just because of, of, just the way everything is kind of played out with uh with their with old John Gruden and his ousting oh, recently. Yeah. Uh yeah. so uh, I um TJ Hawkinson, what do you make of him? Because I think this spot again, like you know, they're thin at wide receiver. Um they are they should be able to throw against Cincinnati. Uh TJ Hawkinson, what do you kind of make of him? I know TJ Hawkinson dealing with an injury right now as well, but I think mm-hmm. he should be go good to go for this game. Uh, so TJ Hawkinson for week six. See, he's been he's been hurt the last few weeks, and they just so happen to be the three weeks where he's been struggling. But yeah. he he should have done better against Baltimore. Um, mm-hmm. That's a, and then you know Chicago makes sense, and then he should have gone off against Minnesota. And I just I think this issue with his knee might be bothering him a little bit. I'm gonna go underweight on him, but I will have a few shares, but. I'm not I'm not in love with with using him or locking him in as my tight end. I know he's he's a very fair price uh, especially for the matchup. Uh I would I would honestly just rather go down $100 and go back to Dalton Schultz again. Yeah, I oh man, I was I was nervous to be like okay, if I go back to this again, they're going to think I'm just, you know, I'm going to doing the same play every week and like John doesn't know what he's talking doesn't about. Like Dalton it Schultz again. Dude, Dalton Schultz is a stud. Good lord, as long as Michael Gallup is still out, Dalton Schultz is the guy. Like Dalton Schultz just continues to get targets over and over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah, there I mean there's no reason to if if DraftKings and FanDuel are not going to appropriately appropriately price him for the role that he has in that offense, I'm going to keep using him. Yes, because, me too. Yeah, yes. it uh, it doesn't make any sense for me to to go elsewhere until they give me a reason to go elsewhere. It's I mean New New England. I mean on on paper they can guard the tight end, but it's Dallas's offense is explosive and he gets used in ways that not a lot of tight ends get used in. Yeah. He's a major he's a major part of this he's a major part of this offense right now and he's been double digit points in four of the five football games he's he's played in this year. That's that's too easy. That's your yeah. you're locked in 10 point floor and he's got a 25 plus point ceiling. Uh, so, you know, why not? At tight end, that's perfect. Right. At the yeah. price, and it's, it's all perfect. So, yeah, I love Dalton Schultz, too. Another one, um, and I'm kind of stealing this one off of Joel. I'm pretty sure he uh, he brought this one up because he likes Mac Jones, uh, by the way, this week, which I thought was interesting, and I do like that. Uh, but Hunter Henry, 
also to get into the end zone uh, and to get some targets as well. So Hunter Henry's one that uh, I know he liked it. I, I kind of like that one too. But Dalton Schultz is probably going to be the guy. Like I'm probably going to continue to get him in my lineups because it's just, mm-hmm. it's so consistent. Uh, so that is it. Anything else for tight end? That's it for me. Cause it was really, I, it was, it's these two. It's just, if Hawkinson's healthy, I want him. Uh, and Dalton Schultz always. always. Yeah. And I would, I would like a little bit. I, I want to go after Jared Cook one of these days, but the wide receivers are just playing too well for the Yeah, Chargers. that's a, like keep, Mike Williams I, has stepped up his game in a way that I don't I didn't even anticipate. Yeah, he finally after after three years, four years right. of saying this is the year he's in the best shape he of finally. his life, guys always chime up. He finally blows up. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad the guy the guy is a, a, a physical freak of nature, and this was always something that he had the potential to do. Um it's just it kind of takes away from some of the other guys on that team. So I, it's it's kind of interesting. I wanted to look at Jared Cook, uh, but I guess I'll just stick with Mike Williams again. I'll take my consolation prize. That sounds good. <laughs> uh, no consolation prize when you sign up for a one-week free trial. We give you the full prize, baby. We give you everything, including the optimizer. Sign up for the one-week trial. Free. One-week free trial here at Win Daily. Uh, use the promo code LIVEWEEK again. Link is in the description below. This is all sponsored by also the Sharp app. Go to sharp.link and you can see all of the ways that you can download the Sharp app. Stoby, thank you for joining me today. It has been no problem, a tremendous man. show. Uh, always good doing a show with you. Be sure tonight, 8 o'clock, Joel, the college football super flex. That is going to be tonight, 8. Going to go over all the, the college slate. And he does a tremendous job. The numbers keep getting better. So uh, give Joel some love. Let's get that one over 300. Let's try and do that. Uh, that'll be nice for Joel. Uh, also, we have a show every Sunday morning, 11 a.m., completely for free, game-by-game breakdown with Ghost and Sticks, and they do a tremendous job and really a big reason why you know everybody was hitting in their lineups this past weekend. That is it for us. We'll be back for more 8 o'clock. Stick here at Wind Daily Sports for the College Football Superflex, WindDailySports.com. <laughs>